You're listening to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a business coach for online health coaches who want to attract their ideal clients, stop feeling defeated by their never-ending to-do list, balance a healthy lifestyle with their growing business, and stop overanalyzing what everybody thinks of them so that they can confidently own their message and online presence. On this podcast, we dive deep into health information you can share with your clients, business strategy tips, and more. Let's get to it. I'm going to quickly go through some of my presentation for tonight for an event that I'm doing um, because it's a free event and I want everybody online to get to experience um, some biohacking tips too. So we're going to get right to it. The presentation is going to be on what is a day in the life of a biohacker? What are some biohacking habits that you can start for a low cost or for free to improve your health, improve your energy, improve your mood, and your overall performance and focus? And so um, I'm going to share with you some of my favorite biohacks and things that um, my clients have liked in the past and um, how to actually implement them or give you resources so that you can implement them um, if you choose to. Okay. So these are the top things I'm going to be talking about in my talk tonight. Bulletproof coffee, because it is, after all, sponsored by Bulletproof and a Bulletproof event. A morning ritual, intermittent fasting, and sleep hacks. So let's talk a little bit about each of these and which one might be the best for you to start with. So before we get into that, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Haley Rowe. I'm a business coach for health coaches. I work with them on booking clients they love, overcoming their mindset barriers, and of course, getting clear on their niche, their prices, and their packages. And as many of you know, my roots started in health coaching. I'm a certified human potential coach, a behavioral change specialist, personal trainer, nutrition specialist, and so... I know what my clients are going through because I've been in this business for eight years and I also still work with health coaching clients. Um, so that is why I'm speaking tonight because many of the folks coming are new to biohacking and new to learning about biohacks. And part of my training has been in biohacking when I got certified as a human potential coach. So let's talk now about the first biohack bulletproof coffee. So when I'm talking about bulletproof coffee, I'm talking about specific coffee beans created by the company called Bulletproof um, that are lab tested for mold and mycotoxins, meaning they have no mold toxins when they hit the shelf, bulletproof coffee. However, a lot of other coffee brands do have these things called mycotoxins and you can't see them, you can't smell them, but they're in there. And what happens in the United States is we get, we have the lowest standards for um, coffee and so compared to other countries. So we're allowed to get away with a lot more mycotoxins in the coffee beans than other countries. And so what the founder of Bulletproof Coffee did, aka Dave Asprey, he was very sensitive to mold and he was able to start a company that um, tested their coffee beans and made sure there was no mycotoxins. And for people who are sensitive to mold and mycotoxins, when they drink 
bulletproof coffee, they notice that they get less jitters, less of a crash. Um, and so it's a little bit different than um, most coffee brands. And some people aren't sensitive to mycotoxins and can drink regular coffee with no crash, no jitters, no issues, no headaches. Um, but that doesn't mean that there's still that that's that's not that doesn't mean that their mold toxins are not in that coffee. They are. You just don't have the symptoms um, that many people do have. So I like his brand of coffee. It's very clean. Um, do I always drink it? No, I'm not a you know perfectionist or a purist in any way. But it's a great pure brand. Another brand that's very pure is Purity Coffee. Um, and they've been featured on the Ben Greenfield podcast and things like that if you want to check, learn more about that. Now, let's move on. So why Bulletproof Coffee? What is Bulletproof Coffee? So Bulletproof Coffee is the clean coffee beans, brain octane oil, and grass-fed butter. So when I say brain octane oil and grass-fed butter, you're thinking, what? In your coffee? Why? And the reason for those healthy fats in the coffee are for better productivity, focus, energy, and to prevent the jitters and the crash that comes when you have a high carb pancake breakfast and you're left feeling hungry only two hours later because you had a big blood sugar crash. And so when you start your day with Bulletproof Coffee, which has some of those healthy fats in there, you're more satiated. It's um, very the, the grass-fed butter is a great source of vitamin K2, which is good for your heart health and preventing um, actually calcification in your arteries when it's balanced with vitamin D and calcium. So a lot of people don't know that if you aren't getting enough vitamin K2 in your diet and you have a lot of vitamin D or calcium, you're supplementing with those that can lead to calcification in your arteries if you don't have the balance of the three, K2, calcium, and vitamin D. So Bulletproof Coffee Grass-Fed Butter is a way to get that vitamin K2. And you can get it in greens as well, but it's a little harder to absorb from greens. And at the same time, um, you could also get it from grass-fed beef. But how many of you take the time to go find grass-fed beef? It's becoming more accessible, but many of you guys probably don't eat that very often. So Vitamin K2 is great for the butter. It's great. Uh, it's in the butter. The butter fills you up. It tastes very creamy and good. So it's a great replacement for people who are new to, um, you know, replacing their breakfast with things like Chick-fil-A or pancakes or whatever. Um, and then the brain octane oil is a concentrated version of coconut oil. It's very high in two medium chain triglycerides, aka fatty acids, called C8 and C10. And both of those fatty acids are, um, they're high in something called ketones. And ketones is, they are the preferred energy source for your brain. So the reason why Dave Asprey, who worked in Silicon Valley and worked in the tech field, and he was really unhealthy and sick before he started his company Bulletproof, and he needed like a life change, he discovered that healthy fats helped him focus. He discovered that exogenous ketones, which is what the brain octane oil is, helped him focus and get a brain boost and not have brain fog. So it's great in the morning for your work day. It keeps you full. It's a great source of energy for your brain. 
and you can blend all of this together and enjoy it in the morning. Do I personally drink bulletproof coffee right now? No, but it was a great transition for me when I used to have a lot of carbs for breakfast and I noticed I wasn't that full. So I think it's a great tool if you're trying to switch to being full and, and not being a victim to your cravings and not um, having sugar crashes. And I personally drink my coffee black or have yerba mate tea. Um, but at the same time, this is something I go to if I have a band gig or something and I want to have a lot of energy or if I need to focus um, for a work project. I do enjoy this because it keeps my mind off of food for hours. It's very filling. It's very delicious. It's creamy. Um, so it is. It does count, though, as a breakfast because there are calories. There are things for you to digest. And so you can't say that you didn't have breakfast if you had bulletproof coffee. It can be pretty dense um, energy-wise. So be um, aware that, you know, you don't have to have a ton of butter and a ton of brain octane oil. A little can go a long way. And start small with brain octane oil because if you start too high with that concentrated version of coconut oil, you can get diarrhea. So you want to work your way up. And... Um, this is something that you can use as a tool for more focus and energy. All right, let's move on to a morning ritual. So I wanted to talk about this as a biohack because, very specifically, because I think that my views on health have changed. Even though I'm a health coach and I've learned a lot about nutrition and exercise and stress management, I, at the end of the day, think the two most important things for your health and what health starts with is your mindset and sleep. And so one of the things that changed my life and really set me up for a great day on repeat and got me consistent in the habits that I wanted to practice, the kind of person who I wanted to be, um, is a morning ritual. And every person's morning ritual can be different based on what really gets you tuned in, tapped in, turned on for your day, really feeling good. Um, but I think it's important because your mindset comes first. Your habits are a result of just beliefs that you keep thinking on repeat. I'm going to say that again. Your habits are just beliefs that you've continued to choose for yourself. And so when you give yourself time to be intentional about your day, and give yourself time for a morning ritual to set your intentions, read your goals, write your goals, whatever, every day, your life will change because you are rising up to the kind of person who you want to be instead of starting your day out on autopilot, reverting back to old habits. And so the things that I'm going to recommend to you today come from the book, The Morning um, Miracle Morning. And the Miracle Morning is a book that has a little acronym for things that go really nicely in your morning routine. And the acronym is SAVERS. And what that stands for are is silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, um, and reading and scribing. So I'm going to talk a little more about each of these and what I prefer. So silence just means meditating perhaps, or getting yourself, um, you know, not rushing out of bed. And so silence means not looking at your phone as well when you get out of bed. So for example, one of the things that I have done in the past in my morning ritual is listen to Tara Brock's guided meditation, 
highly recommend that. She has a ton of free guided meditations on her website. It's just tarabrock.com. That's B-R-A-C-H. And the other thing that I like to do, um, or some people like to do, is use the app Calm to meditate. You don't have to meditate in your morning ritual if that's not you, but it's something that can be a great way to get yourself less reactive and really more aware of your choices during the day instead of just being on autopilot like we talked about. Um, the other thing that is involved in the SAVERS acronym, the A stands for affirmations. And I don't mean like writing down, I'm so awesome, I'm the coolest person ever, whatever, um, because a lot of times that doesn't really work. That just makes you think about things that you don't truly believe in. And what I mean by affirmations include things like writing down your commitments every single day. So for me, in present tense, I write down things that I'm focused on right now. I am committed to blah, blah, blah. I'm committed to exercising five times a week. I'm committed to, um, you know, whatever. So try that. And then another thing that I like to do when it comes to um, affirmations is ask myself, what will keep me feeling and then I insert my top feelings that I want to strive for every single day. What will keep me feeling confident? What will what will make me feel um, proud today? What will make me feel excited today? And it gets me focused on today instead of over planning and overthinking. Um, so it's something I recommend. The other thing I do is sometimes I keep a journal of appreciation or notes in my phone about what I appreciate or small wins wins that I just track throughout the year and later I can look back and it, it's really exciting and it it's a nice um, mood boost on the days where you're not feeling like going for it, getting up and going. Um, the other thing, so the B in the SAVERS acronym is visualize. Now, I don't usually visualize, but one of the things that I do recommend if you are going to visualize is picture the feelings you want to feel um, as a result of your goal. And picture feeling that way right now, because when your feelings match how you want to feel when you achieve the goal, so will your actions. And if you're committed to the daily process that gets you closer to your goal and you're enjoying the daily process and you're feeling how good it feels to get closer to your goal and you're enjoying the process for what it is without even reaching the goal yet, you're going to get to your goal so much faster. The other thing that's really important for your morning ritual is, and this is an option, you could pick any one of these things just so you know, you don't have to do all of them. And that is exercise. So when I say exercise, at the end of the day, the thing that has the most studies on it, that has the most proof and the most clear evidence that it improves your lifespan, it decreases your risk of injury and later in life is exercise and is maintaining your lean body mass as you age. So that means weight training. That means taking care of yourself and getting moving before your work day. One of my favorite things to do in the morning is exercise. And I would highly recommend you start with this as your new morning ritual if you don't have an exercise routine yet. Um, and then the last part of the morning ritual that you can choose like I said, choose any one of these. You don't have to do all of them. Is um, Well, there's two more. There's the reading, 
which I replace with a podcast. So something I like to do in the morning is listen to a podcast. Some of my favorites are Primal Potential. Um, what else? The, the Rachel Hollis Rise podcast, uh, Tim Ferriss show, Bulletproof Radio. Um, sometimes I like Joe Rogan, but these podcasts are, can help me feel motivated, inspired, learn any topic that I want for free or a book um, based on what you want to improve on in your life. So pick something that's going to allow you to grow and that's going to challenge you. Um, and that's a great thing to add to your morning. The last part of the SAVERS acronym that I shared earlier is scribing, which really just means writing in a journal. And I kind of already talked about that earlier, so we're going to move on for the sake of time. But if you can, keep a gratitude journal or keep a journal of your intentions and write down your goals. When you write down your goals, you guys, you are like 60 plus percent more likely to achieve them. And if you have an accountability partner or coach, you're like 80 8% more likely to achieve them. This, these studies, um, I might be a tiny bit off percentage-wise, but these studies come from Dominican University, and there's one other university that I can't remember. One of my friends um, sent it to me. I'll have to find it again later. But anyways, bottom line is you want to have an accountability partner if you really want to make one of these biohacks happen, or you want to be writing down your goals every day. And if you do both, you're almost guaranteed to make whatever biohack you choose a habit. Okay, moving on. Intermittent fasting. So we're not going to talk too much about this because I have to leave soon. But I want to talk about intermittent fasting because it's one of the things that's freed myself from my own hunger and cravings all the time. I used to have to stop what I was doing every couple of hours to eat. And now I can eat two bigger meals and feel very, very satisfied and feel like very calm during the day, very focused during the day enjoy my meals fully and mindfully, not in a rush, not in my car, not on the go. And it's been really transformative for my health. And intermittent fasting has research showing that it decreases the risk of neurogenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, like dementia, um, things like that. And at the same time, intermittent fasting is really good for your blood sugar levels. It's good for your insulin levels. It's good for... Um, just rebalancing your hunger hormones. What it's not good for is if you have adrenal fatigue or you're super, super stressed and you just, um, this is not, it's not your time to intermittent fast. Or if you're pregnant or you're breastfeeding or anything like that, you definitely want to talk to your doctor um, beforehand. But mice who were put on an intermittent fasting regimen, which I'll tell you what that is in a second, they lived twice as long. We are not mice, but that still shows some promising evidence that intermittent fasting might be good for longevity. Now, what intermittent fasting is, is eating all of your food within a condensed period of time and fasting throughout the night and extending that fast a little bit longer, either before bed or after bed, so that you're fasting for 16 hours or more. And it can be anywhere. You can still re reap some of the benefits of intermittent fasting just by fasting for 12 hours, so it doesn't have to be 16, um, but 16 is the most common intermittent fast um, protocol, meaning fasting for 16 hours and eating all your food, excuse me, within a eight-hour window. So the other thing about intermittent fasting is you do not lose lean muscle mass. This is a really, really common myth, um, and at the end of the day, I would really encourage you to 
check out my two podcast episodes with Jason Ryer, who is an intermittent fasting expert and coach, um, because we dispel a lot of the myths about intermittent fasting. If you go to my website and you just search um, HaleyRow.com slash intermittent hyphen fasting, you can find part one. And if you search HaleyRow.com slash fasting, you can find um, part two. So I'm not going to go too much into it, but just know that don't worry. A lot of the myths that you've been told about how you need to eat every two to three hours for your metabolism to stay alive, it's just not true. And it doesn't, at the end of the day, intermittent fasting helps a lot of people stop overeating, um, you know, not feel like they're on a diet. It's more about when they eat rather than what they eat. And it's very good for our circadian rhythm. We're not meant to eat all throughout the day in extended long hours. Okay, so let's move on. Oops, hit something on my desk. Okay. Oh, where'd my sleep hacks go? Okay. So when it comes to sleep, that truly is the most important thing for health, in my opinion, because it drives all of your food choices. It drives whether you work out, it drives your performance at work, it drives how you act on a daily basis. And so some of the things we're doing, many of you guys are sleeping enough, but you're uh, um, quality of your sleep is really bad. And that's a problem because you want to get the most bang for your buck when you're sleeping, right? So some of the things that I recommend, first of all, is the book Circadian Code. Highly, highly recommend it. Um, it's by Dr. Sachin Panda. It talks all about circadian rhythm. But one of the things he recommends in the book is that we should go to bed and wake up at the same time if we can. I personally cannot do that because of some of the things that I do outside of work, meaning I sing in a cover band on the weekends, um, and I'm an entrepreneur, and so there's a lot of weird timing in my day. But that's one thing you can do to improve your sleep quality because your body likes being on a certain rhythm and a routine. The other thing that I recommend is if you do use technology before bed, you guys know this, to wear something called blue light blocking glasses. And the reason is because when you look at screens and bright lights before bed, you're under LED lights or you're looking at your computer, you do not produce melatonin, which is the sleep hormone. It's the sleep hormone that keeps you falling asleep fast and keeps you staying asleep during the night. So when you wear these blue light blocking glasses before bed, you block that technology light. So either don't have any screen time before you go to bed or wear the blue light blocking glasses. There are a lot of brands out there. However, I would recommend DeWalt. It's D-E-W-A-L-T. They're very low cost. They're on Amazon. They're really red. You'll see the red lenses. And they're great for blocking blue light and all other types, a lot of other types of light too. Um, so that would be a starter thing I would recommend. You can get more stylish ones from other brands, but I, I love those glasses and they really do help my sleep. The other thing that you can do is try to avoid caffeine. So many people are sensitive to caffeine. It takes us over eight hours, about eight hours to fully get it out of our system. So I like to cut off my caffeine um, at least eight hours before bed or 2 p.m. at the latest. Um, and that's something that you can do to increase your deep sleep. The other thing is sleeping in a room that's 69 degrees. Research shows 69 degrees is like the magic number to get more deep sleep, deep sleep. And the last part is not eating a huge meal before bed. This is what, what kills me because I love eating dinner late. And this is a problem because um, it takes away some of your deep sleep. When you have an earlier dinner, you get 
your sleep quality improves because you're getting more deep sleep. And deep sleep is the most restorative type of sleep you can get. So I use something called an aura ring and it shows me, it measures my sleep. And when I eat dinner about two hours before bed and it's a pretty hefty meal, my deep sleep is way low. But if I eat dinner at like five or six and, or I have something only very, very light before bed, my deep sleep goes way up. So these are some of the recommendations. Um, at this time, I'm going to go, but want to know the five steps oops, to a biohack and how to actually implement this stuff and make it a habit, then you should get my free habits guide, and it will give you proven strategies to make a habit. This is the last day the habits guide is available on my website at HaleyRowe.com. And um, you could also check out my blog. That's six steps to a biohack. It's a little different than this slide, but that's also on my website. Okay, it's a very old blog, so you'll have to scroll back. <laughs> or you can Google search six, six steps to a biohack, and you, you'll be able to find this full blog. All right, thanks so much for watching, you guys. I am off to the city, and I will talk to you guys later. Thank you.